the 30 meter line. They're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot from Anastasia. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. And thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. As always, I'm delighted to be joined by the Tash. How are you, mate? Are you all good? I am not too bad. Survived. Survived. Apologies, no episode last week. We were kind of both struck down with non-COVID ailments. They still exist. Okay. I was negative, okay? It could have been coppers. It could have been Paddy's day. It could have been any of them. But it wasn't COVID. He had the big post-drinky sad sad. Oh, big time. Depression was <laughs> at a high. Um, yeah, it was look, a lot to get through. It was a bit of a bumper round four. Round five is just around the corner. Um, but before we get into that, just I suppose probably a quick shout out to all the domestic sides here. All kicking off kind of pre-season this week, or if not, kicked off maybe early last week. So shout out to all does anyone looking to get involved in the club don't be afraid to message the Instagram page and we can put you in touch with your with your nearest club um, or not all good so mm. round four reviews first game up an absolute nail biter classic Gold Coast Titans and Wests <laughs> I could have done with this last week when I was depressed I couldn't sleep like the most <laughs> exciting part of this game was the last 30 seconds it was ridiculous like it just Titans looked looked to take off like a good start like there were a few hell up tries and stuff like that and then after that just fucking came down to penalties which was just you go we go you go we go nobody really put a stamp on it at all until the 70 the 79th minute where Titans just put a a, a hope up for a kick like uh, Tigers cutting the fuse in their own goals. All you had to do was put it down and kick it out, like. And it's an awful, game. I don't. I. I never. I, the, even the highlights. You don't see what Jock Man does. Like, it didn't really show a clear. Like, did he just get absolutely peeled out of it? Like, where he dropped it. Like, thanks. So. God love. Him. I thought <laughs> yeah. he was like one of their best players. He was. He was top. Like, it, it was very hard on him. Like, of all people, for it to happen. Like, he was Sweet. one of the best players out there. Like, for them. But uh, and then. <laughs> fucking Brimson just puts it down like but I you know the way sometimes nobody really deserved to win that game like no that, know, like, that that deserves to be a draw uh, that, yeah like a golden point or not even a golden point just fucking yeah, finish it like go to extra time just and end. just finish it yeah it's just over because nobody needs to see that again like yeah. uh, I was just looking at one of my stats as I was I didn't I, I didn't watch the whole game okay Okay, <laughs> but I did watch it on YouTube, and the highlights reel. Ninety-two thousand people watched the highlight reel. Eight thousand people watched the full game. So that just tells you. Yeah, let, let me tell you. I I was working from home. I did put it on a little tablet set up here for watching NRL games or whatever. Um, and it's probably the most productive I've ever been of a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was wishing it was over. I really had to go back to work. <laughs> yeah, 
That was so. <laughs> yeah, it was. I I really felt sorry for the Tigers. Like the defensive performance was much improved. They, you could argue, like they did not deserve to lose that game. And, yeah. Um, Titans, it, it kind of a down a down performance. It was. It was very. It w- very not like them at all like I know Patrick Herbert had some serious uh, defensive reads near the end of the game like but uh, before that like there was absolutely no one if you, I wouldn't watch it again I won't <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I'm saying you know? yeah. no. just the white people out there okay Fair enough. there's a little bit of controversy with uh, Jackson Hayson having to pay his way up to, to go to the game didn't hear the club, this the club wouldn't pay from he asked the club I think Mike uh, Maguire asked the club he wanted to go up and because he's a half he'd be good for Jock Madden like and the club denied him so he paid his own way up and paid for his own accommodation which tells you a bigger story about what's going on with the Tigers yeah. you wouldn't see anyone like Melvin Storm or anything do that like yeah, imagine last season the Roosters asked Luke Carey to pay to go up yeah. to support Sam Walker ah look that's they were paying for all the boys that were injured to go anywhere they wanted like <laughs> indicative of not, you don't even need to pay for like the bus but supposedly is the it's, anyway. it's 60 60 dollars up for a flight like up to the Gold Coast yeah. like Gold Coast is supposed to be cheap as chips like to get up there yeah. and it's still wouldn't but there which oh. shows you there's problems the inner circle in, in Tigers is where the yeah. problems are I think the inner sanctum yeah that's that's very fair um, yeah look it was, Tigers are going to have a rough rough year um, Tales from Tiger Town indeed mm-hmm. second series yeah we're not much of this year um, so the next game early kick off Friday Sharks Knights 18 zip Sharks for me were like they were just so dominant the Knights were poor now to be fair I think it was results of how well the Sharks controlled the game um, it's probably a potential wake up call for the Knights they may need to head back into the drawing board they uh, obviously Pong <laughs> hasn't done them any favours by meeting uh, Big Wayne in Sydney on the Sunday secret liaisons <laughs> yeah it's the real type of off the field headlines that can just really Not the disrupt out, like, yeah. change room and, and kind of <clears throat> derail the season um, like Against Penrith, I thought they were in the fixture. Uh, Mitch Barnett's red card obviously was the key turning point there, but I just thought they were poor against the Sharks. Now, take nothing away from the Sharks. Nigo for me, man of the match. I thought he just guided the back line and forward pack beautifully. Like there's a lovely balance between their play. They've big carriers everywhere. Um, and it's, it's a really exciting pack. I think uh, lovely balance their play, and he kind of gets better every week. Nico, um, to be fair. Mm. I was uh, impressed with uh, Nikori as well running up that edge with mm. him like he he, mm. he went two or three times like 40 metres every fucking run he made like mm. and that that edge especially like they were they were killing it all day like they had their, yeah. their way with uh, Best and Young I think so I think I think we got them <laughs> the best possible picture <laughs> but if you back. think like they put they put 20 points on the Storm last week was it the Knights no, the Storm lost to Para. To Para, sorry. They, they put 20 points on and then the, the Sharks held them to zero. Like, which, it, it you can see the Sharks creeping in a little bit higher than the top eight. Like, 
Yeah. If they yeah, keep on man. going, they, they, they keep building something. The they, yeah, they, they, he going. keeps on building the way he's building. It'll just be interesting to see how, because the spine is not overly well gelled with each other. Um, <clears throat> be interesting to see if if they do hit a rough patch a quicker takes them to bounce out um, no doubt they'll hit a rough patch at some point in the season as good as Nico's been I think it'd be an absolute stretch for him to be involved in an origin camp yeah but that could be he won't get 14 yet but he could be called into it as a as a yeah. which Later would play. kill the Sharks like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. now I know that um, the other half what's his name um Mylan. Matt, yeah, he's looking well. He, I think, mm-hmm. he has his fitness back, and he, and he's looking after injuries that he had before, like, and he's playing better stuff now. So, Fitting like, it, it's a plus, like. Yeah, my stat is that for you. All right, five hundred and thirty. The difference in run meters between the sides. The Sharks had a colossal one thousand six hundred and ninety-eight rush meters. <sighs> run meters, sorry. To the Knights, one thousand one hundred sixty-eight. Can tell you all you need to know. Um, it was very evident just, in the game, though. If you watched it at all, like their 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 meters were sky high, like yeah. Knights just couldn't get a foothold in the game, no. though. I know it was in the back and forth, but yeah, look, rolls on well for the Sharks. Uh, the Knights, I'm not saying I wouldn't say they take a pin them or anything like that, but just they may need to have a hard look at themselves this week. We'll have to pick the games that they're gonna win, like. I don't think they're there yet like they're not to finish the article that's a thought they may have been yeah <coughs> next up grand final repeat so the Panthers and the Rabbitohs Panthers won 26-12 Keir returned uh, to steer the Panthers to a really comfortable victory I never thought they were under pressure like their hands in some of the tries were just crisp like and on both edges like they went down the left on the first try, came down the right on the second try with just the sweetest hands I've ever seen. Like just pull back, pull back, pull back, gap and gone. Like and seen great in the car. Um, Ilias I thought played really well for Rabbitohs. He's getting a lot. As we were we were chatting there about mixing up his game, like you see him more hitting that short ball a little bit better. Like not always listening to to Walker at the back, like and not always giving it to him as quick. So I think they're going to improve this year. Like. As it goes on, the way he's playing, like I suppose he didn't play much rugby league last year, so I don't know where that happened a lot with the lower grades. COVID, was it? Really oh, with COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, like, and they're all like he's twenty one, like so. Like last year, if he didn't play in his twenties, like it's a, it's a big step up just to go straight into the NRL, like so. It's going to take him a few more rounds to get a bit confidence, and for the rest of the, the team to to know what way he plays, like he, played, like, he took a great try, like he bounced out took a step back in and, and it was like Reynolds-esque you know that way five metres from the line just a big hard step back in and duck down and try and get in for a try uh, there's a bit of afters after the game between uh, the prop and, and Arrow that he refused to shake his hand but then he came out after and said that he should have shook his hand like whatever stays in the pitch so it's a, I think it's a a, a storm in a teacup really but yeah, in your eyes yeah, I think that's yeah. He's a bit of a, the blood boils a little bit hotter than most for that one. But it'd be interesting now. I think the round twenty six as the twenty four is that is the rematch. Like so, it's the end of the season. Like it'll be a good one to keep an eye on. Like see which way the track. Like yeah, like, I think like touched on like Ilias. <clears throat> I think the Rabro is going to slowly get better as the season progresses and he becomes 
more of that seven. Um, just an like the production line of the Panthers is just phenomenal. Like Taylor May, who I thought was brilliant, just stepped in for Brian Tahoe. Like you wouldn't even not you wouldn't notice he was gone, but two tries in repeat of a grand final I did pick him when we fancied this year this week did you <laughs> last week 60 something points he made mate I'm still uh, I'm still a, a novice at the NRL fantasy and I'm still recovering from the discovery in round, <laughs> yeah, like, round three that you get, get points, points from, from the bench, bench. yeah that was a uh, question yeah that was that was yeah. the one now to wake up to <laughs> yeah, you get points from the bench <laughs> It was me picking a, a whirly 13. And yeah. <laughs> I said nothing like the back. Yeah. Uh, oh, same on the other wing, though. Charlie Staines is doing some work. Like, oh, I know that, but we kind of knew Charlie Staines is coming through the system. Like, he's, he's played some games and stuff. And No, but his, his efforts now that what's name is gone is after going up through mm. the roof, like, compared to, like, some games he scored two tries with seven runs, like. And now he's, he's much more involved, like. I mean, some games he scored two tries with two runs. Yeah, like he just finished, he just finishes dinner all the time, yeah. and then Edwards takes back like such a man to fucking. He just keeps on going, which is ironic because the start of was it last season, I think it was the start of last season. He was like under severe pressure. Yeah, people were saying like they should not have got rid of Dallin, they should get rid of Edwards. And yeah, stuff. and move him back. Yeah. So and he it just proves like yeah it just proves like he starts every set like or any kick like he he goes back hard into the line like every time like which is great to 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 try and get your sets going like Mm. he's not a big man either no 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 it's one way to play like feet before contact like he doesn't run into people he comes into the contact like hard and then tries to step Mm. find a gap yeah look there's not much more to be said about I suppose about Penrith we, no. we kind of notice they're yeah. just the they're machine just, that keeps they're trying. cruising now when it comes to Arjun in the next few weeks like then we'll see the real yeah look Sean O'Sullivan did a great job with uh, you'd be less worried about it. I haven't seen Sean O'Sullivan over the what I'm worried about is yeah going in is he oh yeah yeah, um, yeah they'll probably just put Liam um, Martin. Martin now, Lee yeah. Martin had going as well he went in the last game last year was he he was on the Blues last year Extend, extended bench yeah mm. so you know, they're the going to be impacted they knew this but mm. like the Storm are impacted or, like that great Storm side was always impacted they lost their the <laughs> whole spine, spine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah um, okay next up Warriors Broncos 26 to the Warriors so uh, <laughs> You crowned the Broncos premiers two weeks in, and mm. <laughs> well, it was a bit a premature, right? It was a jest. It was a jest. Um, but now I suppose it feels a bit like wearing Groundhog's Day. Poor on the field, followed by these off-field issues. Fair play to the the bloke who had the tiff, uh, not the brawl, as described on his phone, and waited patiently until uh, for two, yeah, until Payne two losses are released now. No, Payne has is in the contract as well. Yeah. <laughs> Negotiations. Oh, perfect. They always come uh, out. Well, don't step in his runners. That's all I'm saying. Must have got that was the story, supposedly. <laughs> top, top dollar off the uh, Courier Mail or one of the whatever the, the Sony equivalent is in Australia. Um, ah, oh, um, they were just poor. Like just hung over how poor they were. Um. It's kind of funny. Say that if you look at the last two performances, they are quite poor performances. It's 
funny how quiet the old, the Broncos old guard is because if it was Anthony Seabold in charge right now they'd be putting his head in the chopping block but because it's Kevy no yeah. one's opening them out um, yeah. and the fact that they're welcome back into the club as well yeah um, we've seen I, I kind of think that's probably like to use a different analogy I kind of think that's the problem at Man United at present is the old players have too much say Neville and mm. um, Ferdinand and Keane the only time they want to bait you they'll bait you with a brush stick yeah yeah um, look the Warriors to be fair they're solid I did mention kind of in the pre-season preview I'd fear it's kind of around their quality and stuff like that but they're not going to beat themselves you're going to have to beat them and the Broncos probably weren't fit to beat West Tigers the weekend and the West can't find a way to win like that kind of shows you how poor the Broncos were for me um, my stat to kind of put it all in into perspective the Broncos only completed 12 sets on the weekend 12 of 18 66% uh, set completion for reference the Warriors completed 18 sets of 22 but 81% uh, so that kind of just shows you how poor um, like to be completing two thirds of your sets and to be having a but low even the set, set number, even, the, even the 18 sets is low kind of story as well like mm. that they didn't have the ball like just or they couldn't keep the ball like they, they couldn't, couldn't even start the themselves ball, yeah. um, and they <laughs> face a very tough fixture this weekend which Oh, I think it'd be up there with like shock of the shock of the year if they were to pull it off. Um, Some strangled dogs that's in the house. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, there's not really much much to say on. on what do you think of uh, Thomas Flegler getting getting reported to the judiciary three times in the one game? <sighs> And he got yellow carded for was it the the cannonball tackle? Yeah, yeah. And he hit him uh, above the waist. He's if you look at it. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Flagler. I, I actually like him as a player. To be fair, I think he is. is he marked his card to the referee. <laughs> like the referee was like enough of this shit. Like he was like, yeah, yes. he's a bit like um, oh, what's your man that plays with Bulldogs? Edmonton. Yeah, he's just blacklisted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, I don't even want to know. You probably you're at the stage now where if someone else did it, yeah, did the same trade. No, no, they'd probably like ping Tommy Fagler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for you told him to do it. Associated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, it's a uh, uh, look. I think, I think there's enough quality in that Bronco side to turn it around. I just I had reservations about Kevy anyway. Um, mm. I think. What's kind of what had kind of turned the tide of the Broncos say towards the end of last season, and the optimism in preseason and the open two rounds is, is Ben Eichen. I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. is out of out of that reservations. Mm. Lovely bloke. Don't get me wrong. Salt to the earth. Mm. But uh, just don't. Know he had that way. killer. Yeah. The ruthlessness to, to keep like Wayne Bennett, you wouldn't know why he's taking like and Kevy sort of wears his heart in the sleeve like this <laughs> is poor fella. But see, at this stage, Wayne Bennett's job is it's not easy, but no, he's so much respect that people just listen to him. Whereas Kevy kind of has those those doubts. Yeah, people who would have those reservations. And uh, next up, make it a quick one. Oh, it's me again. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's Seagulls, 25. <laughs> Raiders, 6. Pain. DCE put on a clinic against you. Huh? 40-20s, 20-40s, and drop kicks to finish with a total of 651 kilometers. About time, mate. He's on a million a year. me. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we get you in the next round of that. <laughs> when they get you again that two good games a year huh? Uh, Cadbury were playing like a, a strange risk and reward star, sort of style like 25 offloads with 13 hand and errors then so they're trying to push the ball yeah trying to push the ball a bit too much like which it, did, it just failed up to me at the end like they were just trying to force things too much uh, the two teams were competitive until like I think nearly into the half, second half, like, and then they just managed to sort of just got above his leg. Roll on. And yeah, just rolled on, like, something kicking, like, uh, and then Tommy Turbo out for four to six weeks now with an MCL here, I think. So that'll be interesting next week to see how they go. I think I love that, they, they nearly needed him. This injury is coming at the wrong time for them, I think. Because they were just yeah. that was a good performance. Like DC had his had his moment. Tommy was playing well. Like and if they could just keep him right, I don't think this injury is is good at all for Mandy. No, wrong time. Um, but my God, I tell you, Tommy Tarbo's surgeon is a very wealthy man at this stage. He's had a lot of lot of ups, a lot of issues. Um, you, I'd love to see him get maybe two seasons without. A serious injury. I mean, like, I don't mind him getting kind of like soft tissue injury injuries, like, but did you love to see him get two years without any ligament damage? Like he was hopeful there. He was being interviewed after, and he was hopeful that it wasn't too bad. And then it came out that Monday that it was more serious than the thought. Like, I need surgery. To He's up. tough bugger. Yeah, tough bugger. He played. Oh, yeah. But sure, the first four rounds, like, he was just targeted. Like this is probably the first game that he got a little bit of leeway I think now he took a few good shots like but he still got got a bit of space like to go which he didn't see like as much which is another thing for the Raiders <laughs> everyone else gave you the blueprint until he got to them yeah I um, yeah I, I don't like this concept of starting Matt Frawley at hooker I understand the logic but because you have no one else <laughs> no the logic is that uh, Tommy Starling is coming on like, yeah, to, against to uh, the Tyrant Pack yeah. but let him on to fucking keep him on mm, yeah he's, 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 he's never anyone that he's never a player to be fair that you kind of see cramping um, no. even when he was playing 80 minutes say last season so yeah. let him in um, and it's Frawley the, the defensive like for a half back to go into a hooker like I don't think unless he's real real competitive in the defence like like this, lo- this logic worked brilliantly when we had Silva Vili because he's an absolute cannonball and hmm. he would just tackle his tackle all day, tackle all yeah, day. Yeah, but you see him in front uh, of you, you'd say, "I'm not going to run up that alley." You see Frawley in front of you, you're going to go, "I'm going to run up that alley." Run up the alley. Yeah, that's what's happened yeah. most times. <laughs> so look, well, and like, uh, to be fair, I don't think Frawley was really on too much when. When the game got away from when us, the game got away, so yeah. maybe being hypercritical there, just it's not something I like. But look, we're just we're in a strange place. Um, to be fair, I don't think we've been terrible for the simple fact that I don't think we've put together an eighty-minute performance yet. But we're mm. two out of two, so yeah. 
plocket Ja Moving on Moving on uh, Cowboys Roosters Obviously Roosters coming away with victory Up north 28-4 to Good solid bounce back game for the Roosters After what would have been a painful loss to Souths I know we kind of People are kind of The fact that the early rounds Of the NRL were were going to be um, Kind of a pre-season for the Roosters Given the amount of players had out during the pre-season Clunky enough game to be fair. Um, it's difficult conditions always up there, especially oh, this part of the season. Sticky, sweaty, bastard. Sticky, sweaty. Yeah. Um, plenty of errors. Uh, but look, the I suppose the attacking quality really put the Cowboys to the sword. Joey Manu, talk of the town again. Quiet, hardworking man. Um, potentially the best centre in the game on current form. Definitely. He made, made big Val Holmes. I know you've. Talk this an awful lot, but he made Van Holmes look like an absolute rookie at times. He sort of just walked by him, didn't he? Mm. A few times he just when he wanted to go, he just went. <laughs> Your man could do nothing about it. Like. He's a he's a strange runner, um, Joey Manu. That was he looks like he's not looks, running. Like, he looks like he looks he's not. And he's yeah, moving. he just he just goes by you. Then you're like, oh shit! <laughs> it's a big 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 hand off. Big friend, yeah, as well. Like he's a very powerful friend. I think in general I, I do think there's a lot going right for the Cowboys um, but I suppose as you've mentioned maybe Holmes in the centre just is an issue I'd maybe look to I kind of I'd written this up before obviously the announcement today that the hammer's out for two or three weeks but mm. uh, I'd maybe look to push Tuilagi to the centre he's a big body put hammer on the wing and put Holmes to fullback See you there, but Holmes, there's no harm in it like. yeah. it's, it's Holmes not working the way it's working like. no. you're not getting anything out of Holmes at centre no. I thought um, and I called him out I think the first game they lost the Bulldogs I thought I called kind of not that he heard but I, I called, <laughs> called Reese Robson out um, hook over the Cowboys like there was massive raps in him coming through underage I thought he was brilliant I thought he's been he's probably been up there with like their kind of top four or five players this season actually um, moving on from round one I thought he, he really put his hand up in what was looks a tough game against the Roosters um, but yeah look geez, I'd hate to play as an Irishman as an overweight ginger Irishman I'd hate to play in North Queensland <laughs> you'd be sweating before you even go down <laughs> you'd be like a new, new jersey please oh good lord I'd, I'd be Come back in. Every, every muscle known to man in the yeah. world I need salt and water quick <laughs> sports salt and water um, and with no uh, the two boys were stepping in as coaching weren't they uh, yeah so uh, fair play to them like yeah, it's good. Ah, look, I think Brian certain organizations, yeah, certain organizations kind of almost run themselves. The culture's that good. I'd say Melbourne, the Roosters are one of them. Um, they just kind of run themselves. They're not afraid. Yeah, they're not afraid to say that and jump in there and do it. They just have yeah. a conveyor belt coming behind them, like. And the better the assistant coaches, the easier the job is for the head coach. Yeah, and you look at like who's been their assistant coach the last few seasons Craig Greggy Fitzy and he's onto a winner with the Sharks like it's it's a good system 
they talk about a lot in Australia the coaching tree like obviously Wayne Bennett's coaching tree includes everybody else uh, <laughs> everybody else to fair well yeah but he, like Except for Craig, Be- Craig Bellamy yeah. was the first one so like Robinson is the more modern coach so who's going to come out of his coaching tree um, mm. yeah that'd be the next one like yeah the next Wayne Bennett like yeah um, yeah look not really much to add it's kind of predictable enough to be fair the next one Storm versus the Doggles uh, 44-0 the mullet was on show uh, scoring a four tries which was unbelievable his his willingness to run in support lines is impressive it just his off win- the ball walk he does is ridiculous like just his his, his willingness to just go like even if it's if it's not if there's a 98 chance it's not going to work he'll still burst his ass to get around the corner or, or try and support someone that's going to try and make a break like which is so good he is the opposite of yellow oh he, <laughs> like he'll take him. that ball he'll hit that line and he knows I'm one or two things are happening I'm going to break through this line I'm going to find a gap or I am going to get absolutely <laughs> smashed and get and up and go comfortable again. taking either yeah. one like the I think it's, it's first try or second try where he hits that line maybe about five yards out like that's a prop try mm. he's no yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like just committed to the line like and you, f- you see him more trying to take breaks in the middles now compared to mm. on the outside which is you wouldn't go down there if you were if you're 78 kg like because the boys would be just looking at you but his speed like just gets him away from so much trouble like yeah so technically the West Tigers have let the two best fullbacks in the competition just go arguably <laughs> arguably yeah but it's a good arguably <laughs> uh, another friend to look at is Josh King like he's just a typical Melbourne underrated player like just yeah. honest hard working and bellyache would love a player like that and it just somehow to get them all the time to the club they're not doing much in other clubs like but when they get there he just the work he put in like they're playing uh, 13 there yesterday he just works so hard like just pure honest like which another fancy yeah. little little point on for you if you want not too expensive <laughs> I have a look. Oh, rebuild it again. Rebuilding every week with two trades. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah every day. Let's be a blow up button and start again. Too little, too little. Uh, it was a nice little uh, competition on the wings as well with the new, the two new lads, two new recruits. Adokar going back to the old club, like, and Coates. I think Coates just just edged it a little bit. I know Adokar got held up over the line and stuff like that, but Coates was everything. Like every kick that went up, his attitude for. Compared to last year, like he's nearly a new player. Like he's just going to get better as it goes on. Um, just, just the way he goes at it, like his, his attitude has changed completely. That he, it's and it's a Melbourne thing. I think it's a Belly thing. He would not let you sit back on the Monday review and say, "Why did you not chase that?" And I'd rather be chasing a dead end ball than than listen to that on the Monday. <laughs> It's, it's remarkable when you think about just how many players he gets to just buy into the system like then you never hear of a player going down there and like them getting rid of him after a year because culturally he's a mess 
but you look at like the you hate to bring it up again but the controversy controversy of last year like when the boys got caught with stuff like that was you heard about it first and then after that you didn't hear anything else about it because you knew Melbourne were going to sort it out like Munster went to rehab sort his life out like looks a hundred times better than he was last year like I know um, Brandon is Brandon like and he's moving on but he's I still shot but yeah, yeah but you know that way like, he's still he he loves the Larrick like as well bellyache compared to like I heard one about uh, what was the prop uh, White he's an Irish player is he he used to play with Canterbury and Melbourne but uh, he seen uh, Brandon Smith slap bellyache in the arse like going to the game and he turned around to bellyache after and he goes if we did that you would have punched us out like and he goes oh time to change <laughs> so it just shows you like he has to move with the times yeah, which is great like yeah, yeah so. mellowed out like uh, my stat of the day for you so the the doggies had 42 tackles in the Storm's 20 metre zone. The Storm had only 10 in the Douglas 20, which shows you <laughs> the main, the halves are something serious, the problem with the, the Douglas. Like 42 tackles in 20 metres from the line and come away with zero. Not even a penalty. A kick leg. I don't know what Kyle Flanagan has done. He just seems like I was, the perfect option. I have it at the end of it. If you get a chance, and supposedly there's Tigers are in talks with moving Brooks and taking Flanagan, I would jump on it. Take a pay cut, just get out of it. Tigers, I know, <laughs> are not a great fucking place to be landing, but anywhere to play <laughs> fucking rugby. Into the fire. But anywhere to play rugby like is better than that shit. Like. But he just he moves Dabarillo into the centres. Because well, Avarillo is a was a centre, yeah, yeah, wing fullback, yeah. Um, and Matt Burton needs at seven just to control the game around him and let him run. Um, mm. oh, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe there's questions on Trep Barron as a coach too as well. I'm, I, like, I don't, know, I didn't see the performances being that bad from Kyle Flanagan, Flanagan last year. Bear to in mind how the reaction is now, yeah. Yeah, to, 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 oh, I don't know. It's it's hard. I know he got, money too. he got like when he left the Roosters. I think that was very very harsh. But they had Sam Walker coming in. I think that was behind the scenes. If you didn't know what Sam what they had, but uh, anything he played with the Roosters, he played well. Anything he played with the Bulldogs, he played well. I think the Bulldogs weren't a team that he needed to be in. Like if he was on a more senior team with a more like settled. Uh, with a more settled background like he would be a good performer like yeah I wonder I wonder how much of a pay cut he take would he take a pay cut and go to Penrith and they play Sean O'Sullivan and Kyle Flanagan and the boys were average how much of a pay cut is he willing to take they probably couldn't afford it they, they'd have a bigger salary yeah, bigger salary yeah, whoever's underneath them like yeah mm. yeah but yeah no I, I don't think he's that poor like as well as that he's a coach's son yeah, so, he lived it. He's easy to be coached and stuff, so yeah. He can't be that stupid, like. Mm. Well, it's the first blowout of the season after four rounds, which is not too bad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's true. Now there was some bigger scores, I suppose, this round than the last one, so maybe. Mm. Um, final game of the weekend: Eels Dragons. 
48 to 14. Thank God we didn't. We had technical issues last week because I was I was half tempted to <laughs> to back the dragons. Um, but look, Mitchell Moses probably might play it around. Like I know you you've a hard on for little Poppy, but uh, he had four try involvements, two tries, two assists. Kicking game was brilliant. That Bryce Cartwright out the back pass for a second try would probably be on every highlight reel for the next two decades. They'll bring Tina Turner back to sing song <laughs> and have that in it. Um, and the Dragons weren't even poor. Like no. it was twelve eight at half time. Yeah. And they shouldn't have shouldn't have been on the park at that stage. Mm. Para were unbelievable throughout. They're kinda they kinda remind you of like a do you ever see fights? Of now, this is just this performance. I'm not saying they're, they're going to be like this every week. They kind of would that performance kind of reminds you of like a prime young Mike Tyson where he just come out and he Bit just hockey lads for like the crack, like it was unreal. Um, that Melbourne win, I think, really stands to them. Uh, poor Ray Stone, but the greatest way to ever do an ACL. Um, Troy winner, his first and only ever sidestep. Um, his last game for the Eels last game for the Eels actually he'd be be at Rightcliffe next season Um, yeah look I just thought Brown and Moses both had brilliant games Mitch Moses probably shaded it for me but that first try of the parrot Dylan Brown that step off the left was just gorgeous and he's playing really good footy as well if he can keep consistent whereas he was very inconsistent last season if he can be consistent this season they they could go very close well this is the year I think that if they don't get it they're in trouble after yeah well Reid Mahoney's moving on <coughs> end of the season mm. um, but everyone's a year Josh, older like everyone's if they, if, they, if they don't go this year I think their time will be up to be now they're, they're still a good team like but you you slowly see them separate and, and go different ways like I, and I think harshly enough uh, if they don't go very very close Brad Arthur could be under like we could be looking at a situation where they finish the season second or third um, regular season and go deep in the playoffs but because they don't get to preliminary finals or mm. they're gone well um, I think it'd be more like another club would come looking for Brad Arthur in a way you know that way like a lower lower grade team and would be happy to get him like 6th 6th of May put in the diary Premier Panthers Parramatta that'll be the real acid test for them they ran them close in the in the finals last last year as well very unlucky against them Mostat if I can bore you with another set completion stat again uh, remember the number I gave you the Broncos 12 mm. out of 18 Parra completed 37 of 42 sets that's how you know someone had a lot of ball <laughs> uh, the dragons yeah the dragons weren't too bad either uh, well there's nothing in comparison to Permit, but the dragons completed 24 of 33 so they were about 72% which is still like it's not bad um, but Parra had a total of 181 runs to St. George's 140 Fuck. so yeah look they were down and St. George did, did well to keep the score under 50 and that sounds like a ridiculous statement but they generally were they were up against it all, all week and, and I like I think they've, they've recruited well so I'm not too worried about the Dragons right moving on actually to be fair do you know what 
It would be a very good time to remind all our listeners that they all get a free month's subscription to the Atlantic. Just click the link in the podcast description. That is every week it's getting seamless. Oh, it's just getting smoother and smoother and smoother. Unbelievable, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Rembrandt previews. We didn't have um, official scores up because we didn't record. So it's still 10 all. You guys (laughs) have gone four, I got five in the last round. So... 10 all not a great start to be fair heading into round 5 but anyway kicking us off McDonald Jones Stadium 10 50s 10 to 11 on Thursday morning Knights Manly uh, obviously we're recording this on Monday evening uh, Irish time so we don't have access to team list just yet but kind of a brief overview two sides have kind of mirrored each other this season Knights opened 2-0 before losing the next two Manly gone the opposite route. Um, worrying signs probably for Newcastle with Ponga <laughs> photograph meeting Bennett in Sydney this week. It's the I said it before. It's it's a type of off field chatter that can distract and divide a uh, dressing room and potentially derail a season. Mitch Barnett's still out for a few more weeks as well. I kind of I like him as kind of the the engine room for that night side. Thought they were unlucky um, against Penrith, but they were just very poor against the Sharkies. So. Uh, yeah, look, Manly obviously cooked us at the weekend. DC is great, yada yada yada. But Tom, I think is going to be a big, big drawback. My prediction: Knights eighteen, Manly twelve. We're going scores now. No, I don't have to. I just <laughs> say that be, bold, be, be braver. Yeah, just kind of give you that. It's, it's a one try in it. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's going to be close. Uh, I go Manly. Coward. Yeah. <laughs> I think after last week's performance, I think they're just after turning a little bit, and nights aren't as good as we thought. Yeah. Fair. Next one: <clears throat> Warriors versus the Cowboys. Uh, Warriors after a good win last week against the Broncos, but the Broncos were lackluster. Uh, they come in with this with a lot of confidence. Uh, Cowboys, we need to improve after getting whooped by the Roosters. So, my prediction is the Warriors. Okay, I'm going Cowboys. <sighs> Things enough about them. Um, so, I'm going to go... <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. I just think the Warriors are settled. Like, they're such... You, you hear nothing about them. Like, I know all the Australian boys won't be there next year, but they're there this year. Like, Yeah. It just seems I, to be a nice I, setting team. Like, As I said they're not going to lose the game they're not going to throw the game away oh yeah, yeah. you're going to have to beat them yeah but I just have, I just have concerns around their quality and stuff like that and mm. like when Reese Rolls is on he's unbelievable but he didn't have to do much against the Broncos to be no. fair next up Suncorp Stadium Brizzy 5-11 to 11, Friday morning Broncos Roosters um, it's very difficult to predict anything else but more paying for the Broncos incoming um, like I've no doubt Reynolds is going to fire up for the Chucks but uh, it remains to be seen I suppose who else will be maybe Haas will kind of in order to quell the off pitch fire and um, get that million dollar move he's desperate for the Roosters did look back to their best on the weekend um, I know it was difficult conditions in North Queensland it was kind of quite error strewn but I think finally now, like the Roosters are kind of 
terribly against the Knights, turned it, turned it on, then lost to the Rabbitohs and then turned it on again. So I think now we can kind of gauge them as kind of back. Um, final score for me, 38-6 to the Roosters. 38-6. So I'm going to hammer them, basically. You don't need to pay too much attention to the score. If I get a no, text people, in, just remember uh, what he says, okay? If I get a text <laughs> in, it was 36-4. <laughs> yeah, like, you're wrong. Yeah. Go I go me. Roosters with you. I just okay. can't see the Broncos beating them. Uh, and here's your one now. Raiders versus the Storm. Uh, <laughs> the Raiders will need to improve something serious against the Storm. After the Storm putting 44 on, on the Douglas, <clears throat> I just can't see anything other than a Storm win in this fixture. I know it's a Canterbury, uh, a Camber, that's probably your only advantage but uh, the storm will go yeah look, mate I, I, I don't care like I'm going to lose this tipping competition <laughs> because I'm going to back every single time <laughs> every single time I'm going, yeah. I don't care I can't I can't do it plus you look do you know what we, we, we're we want to start putting money on this and then it'll all change <laughs> you're trying to buy a house <laughs> before you stop <laughs> I have to explain to the woman why we can't afford a house. Yeah, you bet. Next up, Rablo's Dragons, Acor Stadium, Sydney, half eight, Saturday morning. Yeah, look, there's two sides. We're looking for a bounce back win, both being the victims of playing superior opposition last week. There's not really much to add. It's obviously a repeat of that Charity Shield friendly that was it was a good watch in preseason, maybe. Um, it, it's hard to not back the Rabbitohs um, I really thought they turned the corner uh, particularly in that Melbourne game on, on Paddy's day where they came back and lost in goal point and then obviously they followed up with the Roosters performance they just come up against the most well-oiled machine in the Tasman um, the guy back Penrith to beat the All Blacks in the game of Rugby Union just how they're playing how well, how well structured they're playing and stuff so yeah, um, I'd say twenty to twelve, Rabbitohs. I go Rabbitohs too. I just can't see them not winning this game. Yeah, it's it's a just I to be shocked. The Dragons. <coughs> no, yeah, with the with the pack that the Dragons have, I, it wouldn't shock me as much. And the way Ben Hunt can play, like, but then it was strange that Sloan and and. Uh, Ammon is it Ammon the halves got dropped last week now he said it was after three rounds they needed a break yeah and look which he, is, Griffin put an absolute scalpel through the side he announced on Tuesday as well like there yeah. was like he had um, Moses and Boy a full back jeez he looked he was hmm. he had a tough night under the high ball he won't um, be back there for a while don't think so um, no Jack Board playing in the halves as well so Jack did yeah, Jack's like, probably oh. one of our better players in all fairness to him yeah they're doing things Jack is fighting for a contract <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, so yeah signing to a one year contract every year yeah yeah six months <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll wrap it Titans versus Eels um, after last week Titans will need to improve something serious to even compete with the Eels um, they're going to have to start bringing the big boys uh, Fafida like their key players will have to start improving like if they don't they're need to get a lot more of Fafida yeah. they just have to get more. 
more minutes. Like you just need more hours. It's just effort. That's all they need. I think yeah. for some of the lads, there like some of the pack, just effort. Just need more of it. Um, I just can't see Niels not winning this game. No, nor no. I. Nor no. I. Again, we touched this at the start. It's strange that they're playing yet again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, from the um, game, from the first, for the first game to this game, deals are far better. Like, which will scare the Titans. I wouldn't yeah. be looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, then obviously seven oh five Sunday morning, points bet stadium, Sharks West. I don't know if we need to even do a preview for this, but uh, the West really just they just can't buy a win. Um, they're just so unlucky on Friday. Um, Mason's having another week, doesn't he? Mm, I was straight week. They'll be, I suppose, frustrated with the result, but I think they will be buoyed by the performance, especially defensively. Uh, some a manager deserves a shout out in a struggling side. Uh, Ollie Gildart, I thought, has been brilliant this season. Mm. Um, there's always that kind of question mark player coming from the Super League, can especially his size as well. Like, yeah, and he's he, not the he biggest. Adapted quickly. Um, yeah, if he was, if he'd been signed by a Storm, a Penrith, a Para, we'd be talking about him as the signing oh, of the season. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, it's hard to kind of see anyway that the Westgate result here especially just how classy the Sharks have been they've looked better each week probably would present the biggest upset of this young season um, wherever the, the, they pulled off so I'm going Sharks alright I don't think that's it no um, but then I'll never get a house mate um, I'll go Sharks 28-6 because the Sharks can't kick. Huge side. <laughs> well, they're not a huge side to run the scoreboard. No. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of happy with the big bodies. Happy to just yeah break it down physically. Yeah. 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 I would go Sharks also. Brave. <laughs> uh, Bulldogs versus Panthers. This is another one. I don't know who to go for in this one. Uh, uh, a few dead rubbers this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop. It could be Shock Central. If it's Shock Central, let me tell you. Yeah. Bulldogs will have to sort out the halves. I don't know what what they have to do. But Bring Kyle Flanagan in. He's the easy solution. I think. Uh, why not? Like what, worst case, What's the worst that can happen? You're against the Panthers. All you're doing is running down his trade value as well. If you bring him in for a few games, he's a good he's a good uh, good few games. Good few performances. Mm. People say, ah, oh, he's bought a punt. Yeah, he's brought a point to like we take him off your hands, like, and mm. that that rumor of him going to the West might might accommodate like for him. But um, I just can't see the Panthers. <laughs> they're rolling over the Panthers. Um, they're just gonna. I'm going with the Panthers in this one. Yeah, fair. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be all in. Back on, you can say it like in this. <laughs> I'd be in full support if you're there, mate. You know it's gonna be a hard game uh, for the for the Bulldogs. <laughs> Let's just say. Would not be holding it against you. I'd be in agreement there. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what can you say? I've got your back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it was copying. Uh, yeah. You know that's fair enough. Um, yeah, you know, I was looking at those those fixtures. It does start off strong as a round, but it seems to get fairly one sided towards the back end. Um, mm. We didn't. We didn't 
we agreed on one fixture in the first four and mm. we agreed on the results of the final four um, so very little chance to take a lead here um, yeah. but look uh, one more game yeah. maybe that we have to look at is the grand final of the women's fair well, uh, I would have completely forgot to mention the St George and Sydney the Roosters bet uh, Brisbane last week which was a massive upset Brisbane are going I think it's four in a row is it Mm. so it's all to play for like it'd be nice to see someone else win it in Brisbane like and I don't think the Roosters I think another year the Roosters will go well but I think St George have too much for them I'm going Roosters mate yeah yeah I just think they'd be buoyed by that victory Um, it's a killer for it would be an absolute killer for them to <clears throat> knock Brisbane off their perch and then not go and the, the next and week. then not go the distance <clears throat> yeah no so, yeah and then there's was there there's four teams this year then two more next year and then two more the year before so it's going to be I think the standard in, in the women's game is, is something else it's improved drastically and with the measures that are taking place it should increase even more yeah you know and even the, the numbers ways of watching it is very impressive they're just think, nailing that whole double header concept like it's yeah. just I think the what they have to do is that early Saturday game has to go to a Monday night game which would be class now I know that the Thursday game is under pressure if you are playing on the Monday but I think that early early Saturday game is hard work like for the you say it's the hard, men's, hard the men's work. Are, yeah. but it but it's, it's been brilliant to bring people Oh, and for the whole day, yeah, yeah, and especially when say the Roosters were the early start, the women's game was before that, like, and you had three games in a row, like you have the twenties mm. then again, like, mm. but uh, something different. A Monday night game yeah. would be decent. Yeah, I like I like what the NRL and the NRLW have done in, in that they they've not really allowed for a situation where there's a there's a big game in the women's competition and it's clashing with a men's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's something they kind of haven't nailed in other sports. To be mm. fair, yeah, true. So, that they're they're always competing against each other. Like, yeah. there's no to bring it back to union. Like that's why it's kind of good to see the women have a, a standalone Six Nations this year. Two weeks after us, like yeah, which is mm. great. Like, and there's a bit of don't know who you are about when you say us. <laughs> Ireland, Ireland, Irlando, two points. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> Men's side, <laughs> yeah. That's no. Renard Vault. Um, yeah, look, I suppose that's that's all from me. Yeah, that was good. I didn't have COVID, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have COVID. You, know. you still don't have uh, two years in a row. Yeah, I'm immune. I think I'm. And then he was it zero uh, patient, patient zero. zero. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, COVID and other things with you, mate. To be honest, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but look, all positive, baby. <laughs> yeah, look, it's a family show, so we're not gonna, we're not going to let room. Um, good to call it a night. That's it. Yeah, thank you and good night. Good night.
Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Kiri. Veers down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gibson to the next If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.